Troy Patrick Farrell from This, That, and the Other Radio Show. You are about to hear a Saturday replay of this past Wednesday's live show of This, That, and the Other Radio Show. Heard live Wednesdays, dirtyradio.fm on the Dirty Radio Classics channel. And of course, our Saturday Encore Edition between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right before the Bob Show Rock Show. tell you about named Troy Patrick Farrell. He's been called Dr. Evening, Mocha Moses. Sometimes he calls himself the Mango Kid. He came from Carmel City, born a lion, a peabone with a smile. Some say he had a soul on ice, but in the long run, he was alive and on fire. He sweats blood in sticky situations, but even the Mango Kid can be full of regrets. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to This, That, and the Other with your host, a true rock god, Troy Patrick Farrell. Now get ready because here comes the host. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Troy Patrick Farrell. How dare you? Hey, this is DJ Shmoli from Austria speaking and you're listening to This, That and the Other on Dirty Radio Classics. Classic Rock. Dirty Radio. We play the biggest variety of classic rock. Dirty Radio Classics. Oh yeah. Hey, calling in very, very shortly from Austria is going to be DJ. Now, I don't know if it's Smooley or Smoley or Smolly, but we're going to get him on the phone in just a little bit and uh, discuss uh, this Hollywood Gods and Monsters. Now, if you don't recall, a couple weeks ago, uh, we had a mashup of a band featuring the new bass player, Travis Haley, a.k.a. Lexi Fox, okay, from Steel Panther. He left the band and he's actually been doing some interviews as himself, right? I've known Travis for 30 plus years and uh, he typically didn't do a lot of interviews. They, you know, Steel Panther did a lot of band stuff, but he was kind of the quiet one and just made the faces and did the mirror and the hair flips, right? Well, he's kind of coming out of his shell and, and doing some interviews now discussing uh, the separation from the band and it seems like they're not really talking, but he misses them and it's different and it was a cool thing, but he's glad to be stepping out into something new. Well, that something new is uh, Hollywood Gods and Monsters and this features Dave Aragon, aka Diggity Dave, from a band way back in the FM station rock club days of the Valley in California, uh, where he was in a band called Shake the Faith with, uh, not Ace Fraley, uh, the other guy. Um, what's that guy? I can't even think of his name. Oh my God, I totally escaped. He's the guy who is in black and blue. <laughs> he's the Ace Fraley guy. Kiss, why can't I think of, I, he's Kiss. He's Ace Fraley. Kiss members. I gotta look at it. Tommy Thayer. Oh my God, I suck so bad at this. Anyway, uh, he had a band called Shake the Faith. He was Diggity Dave on Pimp My Ride with, uh, is this some guy named Exhibit? I think I said it was somebody else. LL Cool J last night. It's, it's Exhibit, right? I think that's who it is. Anyway, 
whatever, it doesn't matter. Dee Dee Dave's a cool guy. I love Dave Aragon. And uh, he's down in Arizona, started this new band called Hollywood Gods and Monsters. And now Travis, a.k.a. Lexi Fox, is in the band. And in fact, it's been getting them a lot of press. They just recently dropped a brand new song uh, last week. And uh, it's another smash up. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that uh, I had stumbling through my YouTube suggestions come across. I come across a lot of cool stuff and I typically play it for you. Well, it turns out that um, the song that they released called Rock Your Effing Ages was done by somebody else, perhaps. Now, here's their version, all right? This is Diggity Dave. I'm going to play you a little snippet of it, and just follow along. Follow the bouncing ball, kids. Here we go. Please allow us to introduce ourselves. We're a band of wealth and taste. I'm the king of pop, there is none higher Sucker MCs should call me sire To burn my kingdom, you must choose fire I won't stop working till I retire We rock the party, income correct All cuts are on time, and rhymes connect Got the right to vote, and we'll elect And other rappers can't stand us, but give us respect Cool stuff, right? Check it out. I was like, yeah, this is pretty rad. This is like the mashup of all mashups. Everything but the kitchen sink. All right, so while that's playing in the background, uh, last week they had released another track, and they're using Lexi Fox, a.k.a. Travis Haley, as the... (laughs) It's the main photo for all of their press releases. Well, they're not, but outfits like Blabbermouth are. Diggity Dave goes on to say, it's not like he ever thought he wasn't challenged by the amount of talent in Steel Panther. It's just that he wanted to explore different kinds of music and was intrigued by some of the music I was sending him. So these things that I'm telling you about are going to be very important when we get to my next guest, all right? Uh, Dee Dave's been doing television since the early 2000s, came from the world of music. He was signed to Warner Brothers with Shake the Faith, with Tommy Thayer. See, if I just read the article, I would know. Uh, he uh, also um, recorded, oh, drummer Danny Parker, who went on to uh, co-found Beautiful Creatures. And he was uh, on Diggity Dave MTV for about 10 years. Uh, he also hosted a show called Battleground Earth with uh, longtime friend Tommy Lee. That's bananas. Uh, anyway, and ludicrous. Ludicrous. It's not exhibit. It's ludicrous. All right, there you go. Anyway, uh, let's go on. Travis says, I'm very proud of what I've accomplished with my other band, meaning Steel Panther, a band he's been in for 20 plus years. Nothing can take away from the memories and the camaraderie that existed for all those years, but I just felt it was time for something new. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm hearing he got let go. I'm not hearing he left on his own accord. 
Uh, I've reached out to Travis to come on the show, and I think, uh, well, I reached out to him two weeks ago when I talked about this, and uh, when I get to the story, I'll tell you what he said about where I'm going, all right? Stand by. Follow the bouncing ball. Uh, when I heard this music, I knew this was a group of friends and the music I wanted to collaborate on, all right? So Hollywood Gods and Monsters exi- uh, enlisted a rapper named Hype, a.k.a. H- HMK. So he's got a real name, right? His name's probably like, you know, Marvin something. But he goes by Hype, but then he also has another alias, which is HMK, all right? He's a phenom in the world of not just rap, but uh, as a vocalist. He just released a single called Money and Power. All right, let's keep going. Blah, 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 blah. Travis says, this generation, the one before and the one that's following are right for a band like us. It's about losing yourself in the music, about dancing and feeling alive. That's why the DJ scene has conquered music. Because people want to go to a show and identify and recognize the songs they're ingesting. They want to be enveloped in the music they know, their friends know, and hell, even their parents know. So I get it, the mashup. Here's where I have a little issue. Diggity Dave closes by saying, we are not a cover band. This is original stuff we are creating. It's a living, breathing history of music. We equate it to what DJs are doing, but in the form of a full band smashing together songs every generation has grown up with. What other band is mixing the 70s chic with Queen, Aerosmith, Sugar Hill Gang, Blondie, and DMX? Who else is doing this? Uh, that, I just added that myself. Uh, I, I go on to quote Diggity Dave, and that's just one song by us. And I think he was talking about Rock Your F and Ages, which is what we just played, all right? Also, kids want to see rock stars again, larger-than-life entities on stage that mirror the atmosphere. Think of us as a big-ass American jukebox where all the records have melted together except for when you press B5, you get that plus B6, B7, B8. All right, we're, we're hitting buttons on a jukebox is what he's referring to there. And the track you thought you knew is now stitched up Frankenstein-style jam that makes you shake your ass harder than ever. So I get what they're doing. Here's where I take issue. Diggity Dave closes by saying, we are not a cover band. This is original stuff we are creating and it's a living. Now, I reached out to Dave last week. The reason why I reached out to Dave last week uh, or so was to discuss the fact that I came across this from 2011. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth. And taste. I'm a king of rock, there is none higher. Sucker MCs to call me sire. To burn my kingdom, you must use fire. I won't stop rocking till I retire. Now we wrapped up party, it's up correct. All crystal on top, and rap connect. Alright, sound familiar? It's the exact song. In fact, what I happened to do was I put the two tracks together. DJ Smoley, all right, that tune called Rock of Ages, submitted to YouTube almost 10 years ago, and then the Rock Your Fucking Faces, uh, submitted as new original music from Diggity Dave, Hollywood Gods and Monsters, and Lexi Fox, a.k.a. Travis Haley, from Steel Panther. And so you'll hear some differences in the music. You'll hear it fading up and fading down. What I did was I played the two tracks together they're both at 103 bpms all right 103 beats per minute 
he didn't change. They didn't change anything. And DJ Smalley has not been credited. So that's where I have issue. Here is uh, this song here. And uh, this is the combo track all mixed up. All right. Let me get this going to the beginning here. Check it out. You're going to hear the sound changes. This is Hollywood Gods and Monsters right here. This is DJ Smalley. Hollywood Gods and Monsters. DJ Smalley. Hollywood Gods and Monsters. DJ Smalley. All right, so here, here's the difference here while this plays in the background is that DJ Smoley took the original artist, managed to find a common ground, and put them all together. Now, granted, he did not write the songs, but he found a commonality in all these different artists, a dozen or so, and put them in one song. What Hollywood Gods and Monsters did is they took DJ Smoley's mix, they changed one word in the beginning. Uh, I, I, I think it goes here. Here's the DJ Smoley. Check it out. It's uh, please allow me to introduce ourselves. Please allow me to introduce myself. And then uh, Hollywood Gods and Monsters change it to us. All right, that's the only difference. Now, Hollywood Gods and Monsters did add a Doors thing in there. I think Riders on the Storm, DJ Smoley, and he'll tell you in the interview that that was taken from another DJ. So outside of the fact that DJ Smoley put all the songs together of the original artists and their recordings, Hollywood Gods and Monsters essentially, I don't know to what extent, re-recorded everything. Definitely the vocals, right? Okay, and they made it a band situation. The problem I have with it is that they said it's not a cover band, it's a smash-up band, but it's original. It's all original. It's not. They ripped this guy off as far as I'm concerned. Let's get DJ Smalley on the phone, and I'll tell you what Dave, Diggity Dave, had to say about it. Uh, essentially, he says that the mashup world is sort of like open source software, okay, where uh, you know the, the guts are all out there, and everybody can make their own tweak to it. I would be cool with that if they you know, took DJ Smalley's track put a live band to it, put real drums to it, put different real vocals to it, maybe added uh, an extra sample that wasn't there and gave credit to DJ Smoley. They did not. They pretty much say it's open source, nobody gets credit, and nobody wrote the songs anyway. But for the fact that they're kind of touting this as an original project project, and nobody's ever done it before, uh, I, I got an issue with that. Let's get DJ Smoley on the phone, calling him up right now. Oh, yeah, we're ringing uh, Austria. 
see what he has to say about this. Hello. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? Hey, I'm not doing uh, so bad for the shape that I'm in. Uh, you are on this, that, and the other radio show live here, uh, 2 to 5 Pacific Standard Time on the West Coast here in the United States of America on DirtyRadio.fm, Dirty Radio Classics. Uh, we are, uh, I think, talk talking across the pond. Where are you at? I'm nearby Vienna, Austria. Oh, it's beautiful there. Beautiful there. Listen, I want to thank you for coming on the show. You and I have been talking back and forth for a couple weeks. And uh, I, uh, before I called you, I sort of brought the audience up to speed. Now, I talked about this on my show a couple weeks ago. Uh, about some friends of mine that are in a band called Hollywood Gods and Monsters. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. They threw everything but the kitchen sink into this mashup, and they're doing it as as a live full band. Now, they haven't done any live shows yet, but they are going to essentially go out there as a live band. And Now, uh, there, there was a band out here in the States called Rock Sugar that was kind of doing this, not with so many different artists, but definitely, you know, uh, a big mashup. Okay. So it has been done before. And so I'm cruising through my YouTube and I I think YouTube's got the best algorithm. Uh, In the past, I've had a a guest uh, named Bill McClintock from McClintock Mashups. And he takes typically two songs. He'll take, uh, you know, a seventies R&B tune and put it with uh, a Metallica song. And it's typically Mm -hmm. just two songs with maybe a, a couple different samples from something else. And so your track happened to fall into my lap. It's playing right now in the background. Our listeners can hear it. You can't. And I go and check this out. It's like two or something in the morning. I'm like, I got to go to bed, but let me check this out. I like mashups. I play mashups on my show, you know, and I go, huh, this sounds really familiar. And I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? I've heard this before. It's dated 2011. And, and I, I put it together, go, oh, this is Hollywood Gods and Monsters. So then I play the tracks back to back and I'm going, wait a second, this is really weird. And I reached out to you to see if you had any involvement yeah. in it. And uh, so anyway, I, you know, now that we've, we've spoken, uh, the articles have come out about how this is an original project of Hollywood Gods and Monsters. Uh, Lexi Fox from Steel Panther is, ne- is in the band now. And, uh, and I was amazed and shocked to find out that not one ounce of credit was given to you for putting the mashup together. So I, I wanted to reach out to you and see what the mashup community thought and what your thoughts are on this, that your, your mashup essentially is is getting a ton of press out here, but nobody knows about it right now. Everybody thinks it's Hollywood gods and monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. Um, I did not get any credit uh, for it. Um, but, you know, uh, it's been done before that uh, people cover my mashups, but of course not uh, like celebrities or famous musicians like in Hollywood gods and monsters. So there are YouTube videos where people just take my mashup and do a cover of it. Uh, even from this tune, um, Rock of Ages, I call it Rock of Ages. They call it something sing- similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So first off, uh, when you told me about this, uh, the, their cover, um, of course, I was like, hey, that's cool. And I always appreciate musicians doing actual covers of my mashups um, but then on the other hand yeah I w- haven't been mentioned anywhere um, I haven't been credited so that's like the downside of it um, so yeah th- it's it's you know it's a difficult uh, thing to charge on the other on the one hand it's cool I like it when it gets okay when it gets played and people recognize it. Uh, and like it 
but then of course to be fair there should be like and my name anywhere so um that people can find out about the original idea i had to put all these tracks together it's like yeah well you know i wanted to ask you about that so it it looks like you did this about 10 years ago it uploaded about you know Mm -hmm. close to 10 years ago nine years ago technically um you know how did you how do you find this commonality where you're able to throw not one or two artists together where you hear a similar uh key and it's the same kind of bpn you can you can make some Mm -hmm. uh tweaks to it uh, and and make it fit, but you know this song has you know a dozen or more different little snippets over one common groove. How do you yes. find these commonalities, and 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 how much uh, you know sort of uh, shoehorning do you have to do to get this stuff to fit, or does it fit easier than one would think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really easy. But um, first off, um, I do a lot of different kinds of mashups, so I do a, a lot of mashups with like two or three artists um as well but sometimes you know the the overall theme of it of course was rock and and rock and metal so i thought i want to make the the ultimate uh, rock mashup and put together some of the greatest rock tunes and metal tunes to make one big mashup but also like to make it like a song you know that's yeah, uh, yeah for sure most. so of course you can throw like 10 20 30 tracks together somehow but you know i want to make it a song and myself i'm a musician i play rock i play metal and therefore i have like the advantage to know about song structure to know about keys um and i'm also producing for many many years um so the challenge just was to find the right tracks and to find like the instrumental and a cappella parts to to work with because that's like oh yeah you've got to find the the, the, the the song sources yeah, so you can get just the vocal yes, only gotcha and then um just taking thinking about okay what which parts do i want to use as chorus which part do i want to use as uh, verse parts and the, like the, the structure of the whole uh, song and yeah then i mean it took some time that's true but from my side as uh, as a musician it was not that hard because I, I have to deal with songs and song structure you know, like every day so yeah 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 um, you know so, so- it, of course yeah. Yeah. No. What What I was gonna say was so while we're talking about the fact that you know you don't take credit for writing the songs, you know that you're taking from well-known yeah. songs, classic rock songs, heavy metal tunes, and you're taking uh, the hooks and vocal lines mm-hmm. and rhythms and guitar solos, uh, keyboard, piano parts, key parts of these songs, and you're putting them all yes. together. And and you know there is some credit to be had for that because you're you're taking these parts and making it work within a song. Um, do you ever have any issues where you know like any copyright issues or or has any of these bands ever heard your mashups going, dude, I don't know how you put that together, but that was rad. I mean, you know, so so the upside yeah. compliment from the artist and then the downside of you had, you know, do you get copyright issues when you put something like this out there? Well, the downside of copyright issues, I mean, I have to deal with, with copyright issues basically every day. Oh, <laughs> because, yeah. um, of course, I, you know, I take other people's songs. I take copyrighted songs. Even if I just take parts and uh, or just the vocals or just the guitar, 
um, it's copyrighted uh, material. So, um, yes, I have to deal with um, copyright strikes and takedowns and uh, all this kind of stuff like every day. And uh, also this mashup uh, we're talking about, the Rock of Ages mashup, has been unavailable on YouTube for over a year mm. because of uh, Led Zeppelin claiming the whole lot of love uh, guitar. But then somehow it got like released and is now available back again. But, um, you know, it's always with the with YouTube. It's always um, constantly changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, with with the, with the rights and the owners and stuff like this, the right owners. Uh, so, yeah, I have to deal with copyright issues all the time. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, I've been a lot of my, my uh, social media channels have been like shut down. I've lost Facebook, my Facebook channel, my official Facebook channel. I have lost like um, SoundCloud twice. Oh, wow. Every time because <laughs> of, of takedowns and copyright strikes. But yeah, you know, I mean, I know that I'm taking other people's work. I want to like transform it into something new. And that's my kind of creativity with these mashups. Yeah, so, so, so that, will... that kind of takes me to the next question, though, is, and, and not to cut you off, I apologize. So you're, you're taking not only, you know, it's not like you're taking one song and putting your own, you know, thing and covering it and adding your own style. You're taking a dozen songs or more, dozen artists or more, putting them all together mm -hmm. within one song, taking it to a whole new level. What are your thoughts about a band Hollywood Gods and Monsters, you know, when I sent you this track, you were able to listen to it. Are, are there any yeah. notable differences between what you put out almost 10 years ago and what they put out? Well, I'd say the first two and a half, three minutes are basically the same. There's like, they are identical. They took every part I took in the first three minutes of my mashup and just covered it uh, like um, exactly. Yeah. In the middle yeah. part, then they did some slight changes. So they um, did a longer part um, of the Beastie Boys track I've used uh, and uh, left out the, the Doors part that I've used. Gotcha. Uh, the ending is the same again. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I'd say it's like, I don't know, 80%, 90% um, exactly the same, ex except for like half a minute in the middle part. Yeah, you so, know, and, and I think when we were going back and forth and you had a chance to listen to it, you said that you kind of made, you know, you call it a mistake, I call it art, you know <laughs> what I mean? But you had mentioned that, that there was something that you did that either came in a bar too early or a bar too late, you weren't really sure, but when you figured yeah, out yeah, that it was know, there, a, tell me about that. <laughs> that's a dumb mistake, uh, I gotta admit it, because I was using the King of Rock a cappella from Run DMC, and um, at the very beginning um, of the mashup, and I accidentally put it on the wrong spot uh, on the timeline of the song. So I put it um, quarter note too early, I think, or too late, I don't know, um, either one. And I didn't notice because the flow, the rap flow was so cool and tight and uh, I didn't notice until it was released um so 
and not many people noticed, but of course, um, when you listen to when the rap comes in on the original track of Run DMC and where the rap comes in on my mashup, you will notice that's that's like a slight um, shift uh, in time. So, yeah, I've you know that the the song, the video was out, and I noticed, and some some people told me, hey, I think the acapella set uh, comes in on the wrong beat, <laughs> and I oh shit, uh, you're right, but yeah, I just left it, um, and. Yeah, uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Gods and Monster just did it the same way I did it. <laughs> now, now, in. See, and that's where I think it's a little interesting because they sort of repeated the mistake, quote unquote. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they, they did. You know, and I, I find that interesting. And, and here's the thing, you know, listen, I know these guys, you know, I've, I've known uh, Diggity Dave, Dave Aragon for 30 years. But here's the part that bothers me a little bit. And I did reach out to him and I shared some of his thoughts with you. But he says, we're not a cover band. Uh, this is original stuff we're creating. And th that's where I have a problem with it because y you created it. Now, granted, everybody knows that they're, you know, there's Zeppelin and The Doors and BC Boys and, you know, all these different bands. We all get it, okay? It, it's a mashup and DJs do that. But they, you found a way 10 years ago to put all the, and made the ultimate rock and roll track and the part that i have an issue with is that you didn't get any credit for it and so when i brought it up to him saying hey i, I found the original track i go it's kind of identical minus a few things and minus yeah. the fact that they actually performed it you know you can hear that they've redone the vocals but is there any way that can you tell if they've actually used any of your audio or do you think that they replicated it and recreated it can no. you tell they um re-recorded everything gotcha. so there was no samples because you know if they had to if they would do it this way they have to like use the original samples because i have used the original samples gotcha. okay and you know that they, they can't use them so they have uh, re-recorded everything and um i mean they've done it cool in a cool way and uh played it pretty nice uh, yeah, so yeah yeah, well, it was a it was a cool cover, but yes, you're right. I mean, the idea and the constellation and all the tracks I uh, have used in this uh, mashup are, yeah, my my idea. So yeah, you know, of course, you know, with rock, um, a lot of uh, tracks in rock music are because of you know the lowest string on the guitar is sure. like an E. Yeah. So, <laughs> so many songs in this mashup are like in in e in the key of e uh e minor and um you know that's that's the song with that's the thing with rock music so the possibility that uh, certain rock tracks uh, or many rock tracks are in the same key uh in the key of e so the chances are that they're gonna fit together if you mesh them but the way i you know use all these tracks in because I've used this in a certain way in a certain song structure, and uh, undeniably that's my idea to use it like this to yeah. use every song sample in the way it's uh, it's been used in the 
in my measure. And in the, and in the order that you did. Um, let me ask yes. you this. When, it, when I reached out to Dave in their camp saying, hey, I found the original track and the original guy that did that, his response was, you know, the mashup community, uh, you know, and he, and he gave some credit to some East Coast, New York mashup guys saying that he kind of found it from them, I guess, first. Now, I don't know if he's mm-hmm. referring to mashups in general or this particular mashup rock of ages that we're talking about because it you know it is essentially you know to me the basic person it's identical to you who actually produced the track 10 years ago says well yeah it's about 90 percent uh identical to mine um but he said that the mashup community as a whole is kind of like open source one guy creates this mashup of this beat and this song and this, you know, piano line. And then another guy takes the exact thing and he goes, oh, but I can add these parts to it. So he's saying it's kind of an open source, uncredited sort of world. But when it's, to my ears, identical and duplicated from you and not credited to you in any way, I have a problem with it. So what are your thoughts and what are the thoughts of your fellow mashup buddies that do this? Did, did you play this for them going, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? And what was their reaction? What's your reaction to that? Well, first off, I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm doing mashups for 20, 21 years. Yeah. The mashup community, I'm really uh, community and, uh, you know, I, I play um, DJ shows with mashups like all over the world, and I know a lot of mashup artists and DJs um, from the from the Bay Area as well. Um, and in my perspective, that's not really the case that mashups are like a transformative work. From you, you don't make a new mashup by taking an already existing mashup and just add one or two tracks that's not really uh, cool within the scene ah. so you have to come up with your own ideas so i you know i can't say that the mashup scene is all about taking an old mashup and adding one or two new layers to it that's not the case in my perspective ah, so i think he's getting this whole mashup scene a little bit wrong uh, at this point um yeah so usually of course as i said before the chances if you mix two rock tracks together the chances are that both are in e minor the qv minor and chances are that somebody already came up with the idea before so that also happens to me uh, every now and then i you know i take a track i take two tracks mix them together and or have an, an a rough um, demo of a track and then okay i find out okay someone did it before because i search the internet so i don't repeat an existing mashup because the goal is to you know, come up with some sure, own ideas. Sure, sure. That's uh, and I think that's the the point uh, in doing mashups to to create something new out of already existing tracks on their own, but not out of existing mashups. Well so. said. I, I I get it. I understand that talking to you know, although fellow musician, I, you know, I I just enjoy the mashups because I think it's really cool how you go. Oh my god, I didn't know those songs could go together. And it's I think there is uh-huh. a, a, you know some creative genius going on to hear 
you know, more than, you know, a dozen artists and finding these little parts that can all fit together in one song where it's just like after like every, you know, four bars, there's something kind of new coming in, mm. but it's all still jiving with the original concept. And, and, and for me, it's entertaining. I dig it. I, you know, sometimes I take these mashups and uh, I'll use them as intro music for a, a live show that I'm doing with a band, you know, because it's I, I think the crowd digs it, you know. Um, but I, I certainly I certainly don't ever take credit for it, you know, and, and, and I <laughs> yeah. think that that was the part, you know, as a musician, it's like, you know, you put this out 10 years ago and unfortunate for them, it landed up in my YouTube and I'm going, wait a second, this sounds a lot like this other track. And I, you know, <laughs> and I thought, you know, although the the answer that diggity dave gave about you know he felt passion and, and it was all about love and all about positivity however i still feel at the end of the day you should have credit for that track because i feel like they just took your mashup and went in and and re-recorded yeah, it as I a mean, live band and i mean they did not only take my mashups uh because i've heard other songs done by them other mashups and they took uh, for example um a mashup by William Morantz, another mashup producer um, who mixed together Linkin Park and Lady Gaga, and they just just two tracks in this case, but they you know they covered this already existing mashup and also did not credit uh, William Morantz for his his wow. idea on this In mashup. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very very interesting. I I think you know if it's this you know I mean the fact of the matter is a mashup is already songs by other people okay so you know yeah. they're already not writing the songs why is it so hard to give credit to the people that did the mashups and saying hey the only difference yeah. that we're doing or the thing that we're doing is that we're we're gonna take these awesome guys uh william and dj hey how do you say your name is it is it Schmally or Smoly? Is it? It's uh, DJ Smalley. Smalley, okay. So, you know, saying, oh, yeah. hey, you know, not only are did DJ Smalley and, and William put together these great mashups, the thing that we're doing is we're going to take their awesome mashups and we're going to bring them to a live stage and perform them as a band. I think that is yeah. exciting. I think that's really cool, you know, and... Yeah, I mean, that, that would be absolutely fair. 100%. But on the other hand, I understand, you know... A little bit their concept is they are trying to to convince people that they are doing something new which <laughs> is not the case because mashups have been done before or smash up as they call it you yeah, know which yeah. is like yeah um so you know i mean mashups are pretty well known because of social media the term mashup and what a mashup is is well known but you know they want to like convince people that they are the first uh, mashup or smash up cover band um because you know they want to have like yeah, an unique selling point but that's not really the case in my opinion so yeah they, they're trying to convince us that they do something new and that they are the first cover live mashup band and everything is not true if you're into the mashup scene you know what's going on and yeah, there's yeah. mashup bands and also you mentioned um what, what was the name uh, of rock, the other rock, rock sugar was the other band that yeah, was doing it like 10 years ago hey, rock sugar did this kind of thing like five or six years ago i think and there's also this band called 
smash-up derby who's uh, playing the Bay Area uh, with with covers of mashups live. And I think they've been existing for like 15 years or something. Oh, wow, wow. So it's not a new idea, but they want to convince us that it's a new idea and that the... So, yeah, that's. I think that's just part of the strategy to... Yeah, to to tell people that these are their own ideas, which yeah, kind of is not that cool if you know the truth behind it. But of course, there will be people out there who don't know the mashup I did or the mashup William Morenzi did, and will think, okay, that's a cool idea that somebody. Uh, that's a great idea that you came up with uh, the combination of these two or these tw- twenty songs, like in my mashup. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's. As I said, it's like it sh- it, there should be some uh, name dropping of the original uh, creators or the the mashup artists who had the original de- idea some somewhere. I yeah, think, le- well, know, let, let me let me ask you about that. I mean, do, what do you do? I mean, uh, do do you reach out to them and go, "Hey, I, I heard your song, and and uh, it's very cool that you re-recorded it as a band. Uh, any reason why I didn't get credit for it, or or do you do you just let it go because?" It's a mashup of other people's. Mm, yeah, to be honest, yeah, to be honest, um, I've when you first told me about this, um, you know, I didn't know about the the this uh, band and the cover they did, so I was like, hmm, okay, I I should talk to them. I should try to to uh, write them a message. Um, uh, I haven't done it yet. Uh, I may at some point. Yeah, yeah, I, I at the. Yeah, right now I really don't care a lot because you know let let's see how they you know how they do with with uh, live shows and how much uh, attention they are really going to get with this kind of thing. Yeah, because, yeah. The, oh, they have yet to do any live shows, but I know that they're they're yeah. talking about it. And and I will tell you this, I, I think at some point they're going to have to answer for this because uh, once uh, once the show is done airing today and it goes to archive, it, it, you know, it, it'll get picked up by the by the, you know, the blabbermouths and the metal sludges and uh, uh, th- you know your interview as the creator of the song, where they went and gave no credit and and essentially you know called it original material and original concept, I should say. And uh, I think ultimately, once they hear our interview, they're they're gonna have to answer to it, <laughs> one way or another. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm probably <laughs> getting one less Christmas card this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ten dollars. You know, it is what it is. Hey, uh, what's uh, what's the most recent track that you've uh, put out there? And what I'll do is, as we let you go, we'll uh, we'll spin out of it and uh, let people hear the newest track that uh, DJ Schmoly's put out from uh, Austria. The last track I put out was um, a mashup between uh, Starship, Nothing's Gonna Stop Stop Us Now, yeah. from the 80s, you know? Sure. And uh, Drop It Like It's Hot from Snoop Dogg. Because it has been uh, Snoop Dogg's 50th birthday three weeks ago. And I t- took that as an opportunity to mesh up Snoop Dogg. Because I don't only mesh up rock or metal tracks. Uh, you know, I have a really huge um, uh, record collection. A, u- a huge um, interest in music in general. So I don't only... Do rock or metal mashups, but there are a few. <laughs> but um, every now and then, I took like pop and and dance tracks as well, or 
rap tracks. So whatever comes to my mind. So I'm not focusing only on rock and metal gotcha yeah, yeah that gonna, was the last track I, yeah I, no, I nothing's did, uh, gonna drop me now and so we'll spin that as correct, uh, yes. as we let you go hey uh how do kids find you out there either on youtube or the social medias what's the best way to reach you and and uh, maybe just clarify the spelling of your name so they can find you out there because yeah, I, I think your stuff's right. great i dig it Th- thanks um that's dj schmorley uh s-c-h-m-o-l-l-i and um yeah you can just find me on on my website and all of my social links are on my website djshmolly.com and if you just you know search for djshmolly uh on youtube uh, you find like hundreds of of music videos um on my channel and on other people's channels as well because i've as i said i've been doing this for like 20 years and i've put out around 500 mashups uh in this time period and uh, yeah they're like from pop to rock to metal to to hip-hop to i even did like uh classical elements and everything almost every musical genre you can think of i did but uh a lot of or more rock than the average um mashup producer i'd say right on right (laughs) on yeah just just uh, have a look around on my social media on my uh youtube um and you can you know uh one thing i'd like to mention of course when i release a mashup on on youtube or as a download first off it's always for free um and i also i always credit uh all sources i've used and linked them because in my opinion it's very important to show people the original tracks that i took some elements from yeah of course so that's a um very very uh important point to to uh, to point people to the original tracks because then they may be getting interested in the original track as well because if you mix two tracks and you only know one of them you may think, hey, the other track sounds cool in this mashup. Let's check out the original track. Yeah, that's great. So that's uh, just what I wanted to say that everything. Uh, and of course, <laughs> as uh, as we talked before, since I um, am not able to monetize any of my videos because, yeah, basically every video is like, yeah, unlisted for <laughs> monetization yes. because of the copyright. Sure. Uh, um, uh, everything is for free. You can just check it, but uh, just want you and I want to, the listeners to support and check out the original artists because without original work and original songs, I would not be able to do my, you know, my mashups with their songs. So, yeah, very well That's said. Point. Uh, you know, I, I know it's late out there uh, outside of Vienna. Listen, man, I want to appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show and talking about this. And, you know, I know that you do this for fun and creativity and to uh, share, yeah. you know, your creations as well as music of the original artists with other people. It's it's an outlet for you. Um, but, I, but I feel like you deserve credit for it. And I was a little put off, uh, you know, in this industry, in this small world now with social media and, mm-hmm. and everything else. I was a little put off that... Uh, some people I know in the in the music business put out something under the guise of that it was original, 
and uh, and it kind of bothered me a little bit. And but I wanted to get your reaction, and I think uh, your reaction is is uh, the appropriate one. And and I appreciate you weighing in on this on uh, this that and the other radio show here at Dirty Radio FM channel, Dirty Radio Classics. Uh, DJ Smoley yeah. from uh, Vienna, dude. Thanks so much for calling in, man. Yeah. And uh, look forward to your next mashup. And uh, we're gonna go out of this interview with uh, "Nothing's Gonna Drop Me Now" by DJ Smoley, and of course Starship and uh, Snoop Dogg. Man, take care, buddy. All right. All right. See ya. Bye. Rock and roll, bro. There he goes. Oh, I meant to ask him about the uh, the fact that he's a <laughs> he's a Green Bay Packers fan, but uh, we'll get into that another time. Here it is. Uh, "Nothing's Gonna Drop Me Now." DJ Smoley. This and the other.
If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? Time has come to of the season. No time for the love you send. Time is on my side. Dirty Radio Classics. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah.